We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful, sacred soul siblings. So honored to be spending a little time together today here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. You know, sometimes people will ask me, why do you do this radio show, Tammy? There are several reasons. One of my primary reasons is to give people hope and to alleviate suffering. Years ago, I struggled intensely with relationship challenges, health challenges, financial challenges, and more. As I embarked on my healing path, I was finally able to decipher and distill all of my challenges into one main thing. It was called self-loathing. Years later, I can finally say I really like myself, and everything in my life has improved because of this. I finally have found the sense of home and the very center of myself. That is why I call my show Journey to Center. Now my intention is to help as many people as I can like themselves, love themselves, line up with their beautiful and incredible soul self with spirit, and come home to the center of themselves. I do this through my books, teachings, classes, and this radio show. I also get to connect with other amazing, like-minded people who have done something wonderful in their world, something healing, and they know a thing or two or countless things about becoming more happy and healthy in body, mind, and spirit, and to become more whole. I hope these conscious conversations ripple out for eternity, embrace our planet and you with the energy of compassion, kindness, sweetness, hope, and great love. I hope you can feel this energy, and I also hope you can garner nuggets of wisdom that help shift your consciousness from fear to love and support you in seeing things from a different perspective or to experience a personal aha or revelation. I also hope you feel a heart connection and relationship with me and my amazing guests. What I believe is that we are all a part of this incredible energy called creation. And by nature, we are social creatures who heal in community. We're not meant to be alone because the truest truth is that we are all one. And here with me to participate in our divine dance and celebrate her uniqueness and our oneness is a wonderful teacher, light worker, author, nun, and soulful sister. Sister Judy Bezignano is an Adrian Dominican nun who was born in Des Moines, Iowa. She spent most of her adult life pursuing alternative education in Tucson, Arizona. She has two master's degrees and a doctorate in educational leadership and curriculum development. She has assisted in authoring and publishing 32 books for children and adults in the areas of values, education, environmental education, aerospace, and astronomy. In Sister Judy's pursuit to know God, and because of her disappointments, pain, and challenges, she ended up going in a very different direction. She said yes when she was invited by her friend to go to the rainforest of the Amazon. In this place, she spent time with indigenous people writing and praying along the banks of the Pastaza and Kapagwari Rivers. What she was looking for, without knowing it, was a sense of home. So, Sister Jaguar, thank you for being here with us today on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. Well, thank you. It's wonderful to be on the radio. I used to teach with the blackboard, then it became a whiteboard, then it became a smart board, and now it's the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think you bring your big loving heart wherever you go, and you just do what you do out of love. And I think that's really what heals the world. Well, thank you. I'm glad I lived long enough to, to, to have it hit me over the head. 
<laughs> you and Not me both. Not convincing to me. <laughs> well, I have great reverence for your journey, your story, your path, and and your teachings. Your book is really quite amazing, and I felt very inspired, and it really ushered me to a place of great magic and that sense of home within myself. Well, thank you. Thank you. We are all one. We that's are. Huge. That's huge for the Atuar in the rainforest. They, they, they are so all one that they don't know that they're not a tree and that they don't know that they're not the river. I mean, they are so one with us and with nature that um, it's true. When they, we are one is true. Well, and I found it so interesting as I read your book as they would, um, you would show them pictures uh, and they would just look at them being very confused. It's yeah, like they didn't, they didn't comprehend it. the two-dimensionalness of They didn't get it. I practically, oh, what, let me know when I can tell you my photo story. I practically ruined it. <laughs> How about ruined. right now? Huh? <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> uh, the, well, the photo story. The shaman said to me, would you take some photos and, and send some photos? And, and, and really, they, they were kind of staring at this flat photo, and they didn't really get it. But I said, sure, I'll do it. Well... I took all kinds of photos. I took a photo of every person in the village. The villages aren't very big, maybe 50, 60 people. And so anyway, I go back a year later, and I'm ready to give the pictures to the shaman, but I give them to his, to his son-in-law, and Jose says, oh, I'll take them to the shaman. Well, of course, Jose didn't take them to the shaman. He took them all over and showed them to everybody, and the shaman was the last to see the photos. And, of course, I'm sitting there just as proud as I can be that I'm the big gift giver. And the shaman said to me... Um, who I had gotten to know, he says, "Well, you didn't, you didn't fulfill your part of the bargain. You you didn't, you didn't bring me the pictures." I said, "Sure, I did." And he said, "No, you didn't." And well, anyway, I could see that these photos became a currency of everybody wanted the photos. Everybody was fighting for their seeing how many photos they had of their kids, and and really, it was almost a tragedy. Uh, my Kodak Magic moment almost exploded in my face, and if it wasn't for Sandra Morris. And a, and a Ecuadorian guide. We got it all straightened out, and everybody ended up happy. But I learned the hard way that um, that they're very simple people, and you better keep your word exactly the way it was. And um, yeah, that those photos really created a, a hell of a situation. Sounds like a, another opportunity for learning. Yeah, and who knew they would be treasured? Because I, you know, I didn't. Usually you wouldn't think that they, they would, they, they wanted pictures of their kids. And man, if we're all in all one, all they wanted were pictures of their kids. Isn't that funny? I think yeah. a lot of people are like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have that in common. Exactly. So, yeah, it sounds like they have um, great integrity. You talk about that in your book, how they have such great integrity. They do. And they have such simple lives. I went... With this nun idea, oh, I'm going to go do good, and I'm going to teach them something, and I'm going to bring something from the north to them, and blah, blah. And uh, I'm sure Sandra Morris just was rolling her eyes, shaking her head, going, what in the world? And so finally I just kind of eased into it and just did nothing. And um, they are so, they have so little compared to what we have, yet they have, they have, they don't know they they have everything. They have they have the cleanest air for sure, uh, the most magnificent scenery. They have all the food they want, all natural food. Uh, they have each other. They have community. They have uh, Pachamama, the spirit of Pachamama, Arutum. Uh, they have 
a spirituality that goes far beyond Catholicism or Judaism or Buddhism, and they are at peace. They had what I was looking for. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I just think, I mean, the, I wanted peace too. I, I didn't know that's really what I wanted. And, and maybe I didn't in my 20s and 30s. I wanted more excitement and stuff. But eventually you get tired. Uh-huh. You get and, tired uh, of the emptiness of it. Yes. And I think and, sometimes when we break open, that's how God can get in. That's right. Well, I still broke open. I absolutely broke, broke down, broke open, had a breakdown, whatever it was uh, on that. That first night with ayahuasca was just, just a soul opening. Mind blowing and heart opening. That's right. That's right. So you say something here that I think is interesting because a lot of us, I think, cling to our identities, our egos of whatever, you know, facade we present. And you said, stripped of my identity as an intelligent, creative person and a successful educator, author and nun, Panchamama, the spirit of Mother Earth, claimed my brokenness and blessed me with her peace and grace. To me, that's the journey from ego, edging God out to I go, inviting God only. And again, I think that's the journey to center. And it sounds like that was your experience. Absolutely. And it was going to happen whether I controlled it or not, because I was always controlling everything. But when I took the ayahuasca and, and drank the ayahuasca, it was, um, it, it, was, it, was, it forced me into my heart. I couldn't have gone anywhere, anywhere else. I had to surrender. Uh, there was just nowhere else to go. It, it was just the most powerful moment. I've yeah, ever had. it sounds like you had run your whole life. And you were at the end of your leash, and there was no place else to go but inward, That's right. upward. Mm-hmm. And it was all done with anger. I was always, I just thought if I could just, it just took a little more meanness or a little more determination or fortitude or whatever I masked the anger in. If I just tried harder, I could do better. Well, you do that for 68 years, and at some point, uh, you've you done it enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not you know, working. Even even I can even an old nun at sixty eight can can learn this. I'm too old to do anymore, you know. So now what? Now what do you got? But a bunch of effort, you know, masked. You know, it's it's a bunch of anger that that is kind of a pseudo service. And and now now who are you and what are you? Hello. Yeah, you know, and as you're saying this, I'm kind of getting the um, image of you know what are you filling your gas tank with? What's propelling you? What's um, motivating or pushing you? And and me it sounds like it was like um you had a fuel it was kind of toxic it was an ang- a fuel of anger and it was trying to motivate you and inspire you to do good things but if it's if that fuel is really anger if you're being fueled by it how can you really find that place of home how can That's you right. get to that place of peace and also the fuel for me that didn't work was unfortunately i don't want to shock anyone but it was catholicism i kept thinking well i'm just one prayer away from peace i'm just going to pray one more one more self-centered uh, statement of my mantra, like, isn't life is miserable and, and I don't deserve it and it's going to blah, 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 whatever it was. And, and I think my, my warped notion of um, Catholicism, my, my uh, demand for justice rather than my, my, um, my um, surrender to... Um, uh, to, to uh, forgiveness, forgive, forgiving me and forgiving others. Yeah, I think what you're saying is so interesting. And, and my personal experience of Catholicism, because I was 
born and raised. I'm Italian and Irish and uh, Catholic as well. Oh, <laughs> and you know, it, it was it was tough, and it was like it was you know going to um, when you go and you do confession, and it was always focusing on what I did. You know, I was second grade doing confession, crying, and I was like, right. uh, I, I think that propelled me a lot through my life. And when I was meditating one day after my heart broke open. I was like, God, I'm not worthy to receive you. And he goes, you need to stop saying that because you are, you know, it's, we're not original, we're not born from original guilt. We're born from original blessing. And me opening my mind to that possibility and awareness really shifted things for me and and, um, put me on a completely different path. Absolutely. And then there's gratitude rather than than pain. Then you see the blessings uh, rather than, you know, the pitfalls and, and, and the glass is overflowing and it ain't even half filled anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole different mindset and heart set. It really is. And I'm going to read something from your book that I just, so much of what I read just resonated so deeply is true and gave me goosebumps. I have it all highlighted and maybe that's a bad thing to do to a book, but I I put my energy into it and I love it. I love it. Thank you. So you say the journey through life is really the search for home. Home is not a connection to a particular physical place. It is where I belong emotionally. It is wherever I am rooted in my heart. It is the ground upon which I walk. It is a place of connection to my heart and soul. Home changes as I change. Home is a place where I am at peace, where I'm safe and open to whatever happens. Home is a feeling of warmth and moment of truth. It is all that feels familiar and comfortable, yet inspires me to always and forevermore be home. It's where my story begins and ends. Right. The home is that sacred, sacred place, that mm-hmm. sacredness that we all long, long for. for. We can just find that sacred peace, really. Uh, just find that holy spot. Um, then we're home. Well, lo and behold, uh, that's Mother Earth. That's all of Pachamama. That's, you can find that sacred place uh, where, wherever you are. If you, if you take the, as you say, the journey to center. Yeah. And so this was another thing that you wrote about that it's like, to me, this is it in a nutshell. When I stopped judging and began loving, I found compassion for myself and all of creation. That's right. I'm just one little cell, one little drop, one little piece, one little vibrating piece of energy amidst this, amidst the, in the middle of the big bang. And uh, I and I'm a part of it, and it's a part of me, and I don't have to control it, conquer it, uh, intellectualize it. I don't even have to make it better. I just have to be in the moment. Yeah, and I think when we're in the moment and in that place of um, just self love, self acceptance, you know, I may be one drop, but I'm enjoying being this drop. I'm enjoying rippling out love. And I've found as I give love rather than try to get love, that is really what has brought me the deepest fulfillment. That's right. And that's in service from a heart, from a heart space. Yeah, absolutely. That whole first you forgive yourself and then, and you love yourself and then you're able to forgive and love others. Yeah. Then you're home. Yeah. And you say something, once I changed my perception about me, I was able to change my perception of others. Once I forgave me, I was able to forgive them. Once I loved myself, I was able to extend authentic love to others. That's right. I didn't have to change anybody else. All those Mexican-American kids that were on drugs and in gangs in South Tucson, I thought I was the big white knight savior that was going to come in and 
and uh, make them better. They they didn't need me to make them better. They needed me to tell them that they were okay. Oh, I love hearing that so much. Yeah. We just, yeah, we just need to be seen and heard and recognized and understood and be each other's cheerleaders, showing up in our love. But that's hard to do if we don't love ourselves, if we don't know we're worthy of great love. It's hard to give what we don't have. That's right. And that's why that self-love is so important, that I can't extend myself to, to, to a friend or to a spouse or to a partner or to a child or to anyone unless... Unless I have self, unless I love myself. It really does boil down to that. My first book is Manifesting Love from the Inside Out. That's really it in a nutshell. It's coming home to our hearts. It's coming home to That's our right. soul. And the outdoor <sighs> have that. They, they, they don't have material things, but they, they know their home. You know? and, and they have taken that pristine environment and protected it from us, from our own gluttonous ways of wanting to suck the oil out from underneath their feet and uh, leave the place in ruin. And, uh, and they still want to talk to us. They still want us to be friends. They, they know that, 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 that in, when we are in our right heart, that, that we can help, help them preserve that land. And uh, I like how you explained it. I'd never heard this before, but it's like the rainforest is the lungs of planet yeah. Earth. Yeah, and you when you're sitting there in a canoe waiting, and you see a jaguar for the first time ever, and um, and you can you can pra- it's so quiet you can practically hear the the, the forest. Is, it, you can almost see it breathing. It's just sucking in the carbon and belching out the oxygen. It, it, the, the the trees are so dense and so enormous that it, it just, they are the lungs of the earth. And right now, uh, what any any good Things we inhale from from a, a pristine environment. It 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 came from the, a rainforest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, incredibly magical place. I can just see it in my mind's eye as I'm reading about it oh. in your book, and it's oh. amazing. If you ever get a chance, go with Sandra Morris. I recommend it. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds. I mean, transformational. It doesn't really even encapsulate or embody what's happened for you. That's right. It was an eco. Eco retreat. She knew it was going to be. She knew what she was doing, and she knew I was never going to listen to one more lesson she had for for a head trip. She knew it was going to have to be a. You had to have that experience for yourself. To yeah. me, that is where you were reborn in spirit. That's right. From my perspective, reading your book. And wow. people say, "Well, ayahuasca. What what was a nun doing taking ayahuasca?" Well, I didn't. It's not any kind of a social. Um, thing it's a it's a it's part of the journey. It was part of the ritual. It was part of of, of the the evening, and it became a part of me. And um, and it was a very holy holy experience. And I don't think I could have ever surrendered to the to my heart to the way I have without having taken ayahuasca. I'm sure other people can find other ways to to to, to find the, the journey journey to center but for me i just needed to be hit over the head well it sounds like it definitely dismantled your heart walls in a big way yeah it did it did it it, absolutely reconstructed my whole dna really it sounds like it yeah and i know i know people have asked you could you have done it another way i don't know but this is the way it happened and so i think that's it happens the way that it happens for each of us so you know i'm in gratitude on your behalf for this what a blessing Thank you. Thank you. 
And those I, I loved before, those my family and the nuns all see a profound change. They know something something happened that was historical and uh and uh they know it's it's authentic and real and, and uh while they might not pursue their journey the way I did, um, they certainly honor the fact that I did. And I do too. Thank you. Makatai. Makatai. Makatai, which means thank you. In Achwar, Makatai. Makatai. Two of the most powerful words we can say is thank you. Or maybe the one is Makatai. That's right. I love that. I want to name my pony that. (laughs) I love it. A little thank you, pony. I want to talk a little bit about um, the energy of miracles. You have a beautiful... um, um, paragraph here. My story, the ongoing narrative of my life struggles, with feb- was fed by self-created fear, resentment, loneliness, and anger. I slowly replaced my feelings of being less than with forgiveness and eventually self-love. Forgiving myself and loving myself gave me the power to change my story and commit to choices of improvement. This is my miracle. Miracles don't just happen. Every day, I recommit to doing the work that will continue the miracles. This is spirituality. That's right. That's right. People say, well, now you're just this little happy old nun. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. It's like uh, running the Boston Marathon as a cripple, you know. It it takes effort. It takes effort to meditate, to pray. It takes effort to listen. It takes uh, effort to be um, aware of who's walking into the room and who's walking out of the room. And it's a daily practice. And, And, yes, I was given the gift of peace in the Amazon rainforest in one shamanic uh, journey. And uh, and now I have to, it's my job and all of our jobs is to sustain the peace. Yes. And and uh, and that's done. It's still done with uh, letting go, but, and it's still done going, going to your heart rather than your, it's a different journey, but it's still, um, it, it, it's still a practice. You're still on the journey. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't just hit the treasure, and now you just are done. I think right, as long as we're right. breathing, we're still, you know, on this journey, on this human Thank journey. God, I did because if I had broken my leg and 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 wound up a cripple without having gone to the rainforest, then then you would have seen one angry jaguar for sure. I mean, <laughs> where would all that anger have gone? You know? Yeah. Well, and I feel like you know what you experienced was the gift of grace. Yeah, absolutely. Holy, it was, I was in a holy place at that moment. Yeah, it was that moment. It was grace. Grace. Divinity. It was, the Pachamama would call it a rutum. I can call it anything you want, but but it, it, it was grace. Pachamama yeah. blessed me. Yeah, it was time for you to receive that. Well, thank God. Thank you. Thank you, God. So, <laughs> yeah, you have a beautiful, beautiful quote. Grace and miracles happen when divinity and humanity join together to further good in the world. That's right. That's right. So, so all that good work I was pushing forward in anger, um, now I just let it let it happen. Now, now I don't I don't have to be the I'm not the creator. I'm just the co-creator. I'm just part of. I just have to finish creation. I never started it, and and I just <laughs> I just have to be um, my 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 piece of it. I just have to take care yeah. of who I well, am with, within the system. And I feel rather than being pushed by fear, you're being propelled by love. Yes, absolutely. And that's such a relief, isn't it? Yes, it is. And that's why this old 
73-year-old Jaguar can die in peace. Thank God. I mean, that's the blessed, that's the journey. And, and if anything, the Sister Jaguar's journey is to tell people, one, uh, it's never too late. And, and two, uh, you can always cha- change it up. You can always get rid of that old story um, at any time, and you can surrender. We can change our story at any time. I think that's so powerful. Yep. Yeah. We have to be willing to surrender our story, and that can be hard because you had a good story. I had a good story. It's sometimes yeah. hard to give those up. But and thank something- God for Sandra Morris. Maybe we all have a mentor, a spirit guide, an angel. An earth uh, angel and otherworldly angels, if we want to say right. yes. Yeah, I'd like some miracles. I'd like some grace. I, I don't think we can utter that kind of prayer if we're really heartfelt and not have it be a catalyst for something amazing. That's right. And then expect it because you're entitled to it. It's your birthright. Wasn't your birthright to, to come in, in original sin. It was your birthright to, to come into this community of love. And so claim it. Claim it today. Claim it, relax it, believe it, receive it. That's right. Uh, okay, we just have a couple of seconds, Sister Jaguar, Sister Judy. Where can people connect with you? In Amazon.com. Of all places, my book is on Amazon. That makes that really brings it full circle. So, Sister Jaguar's <laughs> Journey, Amazon.com. And every book you buy, uh, the Atchwar uh, gets something that, they, something that they want. And um, and I want what's good for them. And you have a website. What is that? Yes. Again, Sister Jaguar's Journey website. Sister there's, Jaguar's Journey. Hopefully, there's good, good stuff on there from an old, from an old man and a, and a new Jaguar. There is, and you've touched my heart deeply. My soul is singing in resonance with you, and I'm just so grateful. Thank you, and you, and you, you too, and you, to and your, and your listeners. It is a holy place. What you're doing is is a, is a the journey to center is a holy effort, and I'm glad to have been a part of it. You are a part of it, and my listeners, you are part of this energy too. I think we heal when we come together for the sake of ascending in our consciousness, for revel, reveling in our um, oneness. And so be in touch with me if you'd like, TammyBPhD.com. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. would love to be in connection with you and celebrate this divine dance. So God bless you. Love from our hearts to yours. Onward and upward. Bye for now.